0: Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming podcast for exceptional 21st century living. Folks, we've got a very unique show today. We're going to be speaking with Tiana Lee and we're talking about her book, Astrology for Mystics, and, and the Hoodoo Tarot. Now, these are two separate entities, but we're going to meld them together, and you're going to get a little bit of history and information about Hoodoo and what it truly is and isn't to dispel all those myths. And then we're going to talk about the and um, astrology. So sit back, relax. This is going to be very entertaining. I've been talking to her for the last 20 minutes, not even starting the podcast. And she's got <laughs> such great energy. She's got such Uh, deep information. And this girl walks her talk. So you're gonna love this. Okay, you're truly gonna love this. Now the information shared on get over it uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that has been holding you back. But you guys know, I always ask that question. Are you truly ready to and by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners. Intuitive since birth, I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and at the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence, but they also say if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist, so whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help to find out more about me and my services go to my website and that's moniquechapman.com and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today Tiana Lee McQuillar, is a cultural anthropologist, a tarot reader and researcher of religion, esoterica and mysticism. Uh, She's the author of several books and divination decks including the Hoodoo Tarot and the Sybil's or lack your room. And I asked her how to say that and I still screwed it up. Um, she lives in Winston Salem, uh, North Carolina. And you can check her out on her Instagram site that I'm going to allow her to give to you because I'm not familiar with Instagram. Welcome, Tiana. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, it's so, it's so good to have you here. What's your how can people connect with you via Instagram? Let's get that out the way first. Oh, that's just my name. Tiana Lee McQuilla. That's it. Okay, so you got that, folks. And Tyana Lee McQuillar. Fabulous writing. Um, You've done a lot of writing over your limited years here on earth because you're still quite a young lady. Um, But you have delved deep into hoodoo and sharing that information for the world. So, why don't we start with explaining what hoodoo is and isn't, and then we can backtrack to how you got into it.
1: Okay. Okay, well. Hoodoo, first of all, as a term, I've never known known anyone that used the term hoodoo. Um, I don't, you know, I've this is not something that that I that I've uh, ever encountered. Uh, with real practitioners of hoodoo, they refer to root work they refer to a lot of things. But you know, over the years, you know, because of the media and stuff, and people outside of the community calling it hoodoo, um, we, you know, just call it hoodoo. So just for recognition for purposes, that's why I refer to hoodoo. But I just wanted to get that out the way. So what is hoodoo? Hoodoo is a conglomeration of practices. Okay, indigenous American um and uh, european traditions and some african traditions okay so all of this uh is the beliefs and the cosmologies and the philosophies and uh in, the, in this kind of in the healing techniques and information um it all came together okay mm-hmm. because for most people uh i call them the old the old people the old old blood uh, american blood okay these three cultures intermingled it wasn't like uh is presented in the movies where <laughs> you, know, um, you know where peak everybody's living these segregated lives that was mm-hmm. not the case for the at least the first 100 150 years of this colony, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody was having sex. I know people don't wanna hear it and it wasn't by force and stuff. You could just read the documents, okay? Everybody Mm -hmm. was getting involved because there were no laws. So anybody that has dated anybody outside of their ethnic group or their race or their culture, however you wanna put it, um, you know that when you lay down with somebody, you're talking about all kinds of stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're sharing information. You're sharing bed and you're working in the fields with people. Uh Okay, on these plantations and stuff like that. And when I say plantation, I'm not only talking about slavery, okay? There was a whole industry of, you know, everything was agricultural. So even free people were working the land, okay? But you were working alongside all kinds of ethnic groups. People share information. If you have friends from other cultures or whatever, I'm sure you picked up a couple of tips or two from their culture. It's just what Uh happens, okay? So it's a conglomeration of healing. Practices and esoteric practices. So you have some root workers that can only help you if you have an upset stomach or any other kind of physical ailment. Then you have other people that um, you know only work with esoteric stuff, okay? Protection uh-huh. issues, cleansing negative energy, you lost your man, you lost a job, whatever. Okay, they are they're just everything that we call like psychotherapy, all of these things were combined in this one person, okay? Uh-huh. It is not a religion, okay, voodoo okay, uh-huh. it's a religion, it has God, right. it, has a, it has a whole uh, protocol, this is not to say that hoodoo does not have, uh, you know, established uh, ideas, okay, but if there's a religion by definition, tells you what happens after death and all this kind of thing, okay, this is not what we're dealing with here
0: uh-huh. in America, okay. okay. Now, would you consider um, the hoodoo and the voodoo conjure work? i consider voodoo a religion and i'm not going you know, to speak on what their tradition is but uh-huh. I, uh, I, i'm only i'm only here to speak on my stuff okay, okay so she answered that right <laughs> nice and clear um okay so let's jump to your uh well how did you get into all of this before we talk about your astrology book how did you you know discover and grow within this energy okay um i come from voodoo people on both sides of my family
1: I, i've never known a time where i didn't know what root work or roots were i, uh-huh. I can't even recall because my grandmother i mean she she was amazing she passed down so much information about our genealogy uh just family histories and you know and just introduced me to her world my grandmother was from south carolina all right. And um, so you know, she told me stories about the root workers she knew and you know the perspectives that different people had. And one of the one of the root workers in my deck, okay, card number 15 is actually my cousin, Miss Robinson, okay, who was a very powerful root worker in her town at the time. Okay, so you know, this is just this is not something I found on the Internet. This is something that is a linear thing. OK, um, and this is not to say that, you know, this is not to denigrate anybody that finds information, you know, whatever things may have died on your family. But, you know, just just understand that everybody wasn't broken, OK, uh-huh. and, and taken away from this. You just couldn't talk about it. Okay, that's why when I first wrote my first book about root work, okay, that's my first book on the subject. And I wrote that almost over 20 years ago, or about that, Uh when I was a kid. Okay. And people were very upset with me. It's not like now everything spiritual is, you know, is chic and it's the thing to do. When I came out with that book, I had strangers, I had family members, I had a whole lot of people that were pissed because they were embarrassed. Okay, it wasn't anything of powerful reclaiming power, all that stuff is recent conversations about I remember getting hate mail on week. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: So people are very embarrassed
1: by these things being spoken. These things weren't spoken of by outsiders. Uh-huh. And you have to understand that this is not a monolithic tradition. Why? Because Black America is not a monolith. Right. Okay. So some families are going to have a, a voodoo tradition, a root-working tradition that is, that maybe things are done a certain way in their family. Okay, so uh-huh. that's why it's very hard to pinpoint, like, well, what is it? Okay, well, some pa- one family may have an Irish maternal line and a Congo paternal line, okay, with a smidgen of Cherokee, and another person may have, you know, a of maternal uh-huh. line with a, you know, a British paternal line, um, you know, and all kinds of stuff. So so these different combinations are going to, you know, are going to affect the root work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, that's the, uh, that, that's, that's really what it's all about. You know, it's personalizing and that's why some people, you know, have recipes or whatever that other people are like, what? Oh, that's not real root work. Well, you don't know their lineage. Exactly. You don't know them from a can of paint. Okay, uh-huh. that's what I very, very, and, and it's regional too. Root work maybe looks different in New Orleans than it does in South Carolina versus how it looks in Virginia. Why? Because there's real histories in these places. The land itself
0: uh-huh. has
1: a spiritual energy. Okay, so uh-huh. that's, that's that's what I try to get across to people is um, is just how complex that root work is, and that it's never been static. Uh-huh. Okay, these have been introduced even after the colonial period, okay? that's why you get your uh, astrology and stuff like that, okay? Uh-huh. Um, you know that wasn't what people were dealing with, at least' not um the tropical astrology or sidereal or whatever other people you know people have added a little sauce to their repertoire, whatever, but that wasn't what it was was in the beginning. Okay, uh-huh. and that's okay. But people tend to lock in root work into this image. Okay, that that it was. It's just I don't know. It's just frozen in time. Okay? Yeah, isn't
0: it weird how we can't get out of that? Because it seems like uh-huh. you know, as soon as you say hoodoo, voodoo, root work, it's like oh, and this. I don't know. This image comes up in your mind, and you know, some people run from it, other people embrace it. But it's, it like you said, it's stuck in time. So how do we get it unstuck so that we can move forward? Because this is truly Earth. I feel Earth religion, Earth energy. The best way to do that is
1: first, like I said, is to acknowledge that everybody is not everybody's uh, lineage is different.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, do
1: not accept these monolith, monolith um, origin stories, because it's just not true. Okay, uh-huh. and the way to move forward is to to get yourself locked, or rather to free yourself, unlock yourself from conventional histories, which we all know, anybody that has, you know, done any significant research or whatever, knows that most of the stuff that we were taught as children are lies or partial truths.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: get, get more into, you know, get more into, you know, alternative uh, perspectives on history. And that's, to me, that's how to get out of it because you're only accepting one perspective, the mainstream perspective, which, you know, is not the full picture. and has not been the full picture. And the reason why people run from um, these, these practices is because of the media. Okay, we've all seen, you know, most of us have seen horror movies in our lives or thrillers or whatever. How many of these themes deal with indigenous spirituality? All right, on some
0: level,
1: indigenous is Africa, Asia, or the Americas. Okay, it's always something spooky, even if you look at the books. Okay, the books look at the font on the titles. All right, it uh-huh. has no, it's almost no different than the fonts used for Halloween. That's true.
0: Okay? That's so true. let's
1: be real. So it's presented as something spooky, something diabolical, something to be wary of. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is the way to um, you know, to decolonize yourself, you're going to have to uh understand, you know, that the behind all of this is anti-blackness, whatever that means to you, the dark-skinned, mm-hmm. dark-featured people. Um, and it's also um, you know, it's also just anti-anything that's not.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> or positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
1: you know, it, you just have to, you just have to, you know, um, you just have to keep these things in mind. And, you know, when these narratives were constructed, they were constructed for the express purpose of, you know, uh, making people feel inferior. And mm-hmm. and also To accept their their medicine people, aka doctors, okay, um, Mm -hmm. and philosophers or whatever, as credible authorities over our elders and over our ancestors. And And it's done a beautiful job, I must say.
0: Yes, it definitely has. Well, I want to jump forward and talk to your book, um, about your book, Astrology for Mystics, Exploring the Occult Depths of the Waterhouses in your natal chart. And, you know, I am um, basically astrology, uh, illiterate. Okay, um, I, I tried studying it, but I just I it just doesn't stick with me. But when mm-hmm. I read your book, everything just kind of like fell in line and made uh, complete sense to me. Now you're focusing mm. on the water houses, So tell us why the waterhouses are so important and why you wrote this particular book to help people. Um, um, well, <sighs> Yeah, this
1: is the thing. Uh, I'm all water. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I'm a, uh-huh. I'm a Moony Cancer, uh, Scorpio Sun, and a Pisces Rising, and a whole lot of other water, water world placements. Okay, so I'm basically just water. <laughs> um, so I'm always in tune with that energy. Okay, uh-huh. and and, the, and these in uh, the water houses gives you all the information you need to tap into perhaps how you could. Eat better communicate, you know, with ancestors, increase your, uh, your abilities, your psychic abilities, if you want to call it that, or just, you know, spiritual gifts. I'll just say it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why I wanted to give people, uh, you know, just give people a little insight into how, how that may play out for them, depending on their chart. So in the book, I'll give you a website that I, that I thought is you know, it's the least complicated as possible if you do not have a birth chart Uh um but you know you just all you have to do is just look on the chart and see where you know house four house uh eight and house 12 is and then you know because the book is laid out real easy and then just look at the description of these things and you know what they may mean to you decorating your home because all these things you know affect Okay, your energy, it affects how you, you know, how you exist in the world. You want to be as much in alignment as possible if you're on this spiritual journey. And I just said mystics because I am not a person that can sit here for hours at a time, you know, hours and do somebody's chart. Mm -hmm. I knew astrologers like that in my late teens and early 20s. So I wouldn't even dare call myself an astrologer. That doesn't mean not I'm saying anybody else should. I'm telling people, I'm just saying how I feel about it. I actually knew people that could do the math. Uh-huh. before before there was software. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I respect that. It's not that you know, and there are a lot of talented astrologers that use the software. I'm not saying that there's you know whatever. I'm just saying that that is something that I really respect, and they were so accurate. So and it helped me so much to understand. I, I mean, it took me a while to understand um a lot of what was said to me. I think that just took time and maturity. Mm-hmm. But, uh, at any rate I wanted other people to benefit from you know you know my understanding and you know things that I have been through
0: okay so you mentioned um the fourth house the eighth house and the twelfth house what if you have nothing Not in those houses does that mean you
1: you still have a fourth eighth and 12th. It doesn't, doesn't have to be anything in it. oh okay just like you could move into a house and you ain't got a lick of furniture, that doesn't uh-huh. mean you ain't
0: your house, and it doesn't mean you ain't in it. It just means there's nothing in it. <laughs> okay, so so if um like say if all of your water is in your like say eleventh house for an example, what does does what does that mean to someone, or does it depend on the particular sign?
1: I don't understand like, all the water. Oh, what? Um,
0: if say you have um your water sign like Scorpio and Cancer, and you have them both in the eleventh house, what would that mean?
1: uh that probably wouldn't happen you have okay. one yeah i think that it's it's just a matter of knowing basic astrology so like uh-huh. you know, the fourth house is ruled by cancer right and that's traditionally the house of family home ancestors suffering is you know every house has it has significators in their um so that's the so that's for example that's the fourth house so let's say you have scorpio In the fourth house, okay. You may want to, you know, dive deep into, you know, maybe the the mystical, the 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 dark mysteries or just the mysteries of your ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Like you could take the energy of the sign that's in the house to to kind of figure out what's going on in it. So for example, Uh you have a house, right? If if you invite me over, it could be a totally different energy than if you if you invite your cousin Jane over. Right, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The people in your—that's still your house. It's still—it's still, it's still Monique stuff. It's your energy, but your guests. That's why some people don't want certain people over there <laughs> because it's a vibe, right? Well, I don't want so you know I'll meet that person for coffee because I don't want that person's energy affecting. And then there are some people you can't wait to have over your home because you know your home is already a positive vibe or it's a vibe that you understand, but they enhance it so beautifully okay mm-hmm. and you have such a good time so these signs there's some signs that are more compatible with the with the fixed energy of the house okay, okay. so the fourth so if the fourth house is cancer it's always cancer but you may have scorpio or gemini or something in it but that's good that's like the guest in the house cancer okay is the of home, but then you may have scorpio come over okay well that's going to make your home a little different right it's going mm-hmm. to feel different so
0: that's how that's
1: how that plays out
0: Okay, I I love how you explain that. And folks, in each house, she talks about your emotional well-being. She talks about your spiritual well-being, your home itself, the lineage and lessons and then psychic influence. And last but not least, creating a stronger romantic um, bonds. So, you know, and she talks about this for each sign. Okay. And as she's talking about that, she gives uh, information that is clear and concise. And not only that, she talks about the planets, the specific meaning of each planet and the zodiac sign ruler and co-ruler. Why was that so important, um, Tatiana, for you to, um, uh, Tiana, I'm sorry, for you to include this in this book?
1: Oh, well, there there are planets that were, I hate to say the word discovered, but, you know, realized. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um some people actually knew about these planets but anyway mm-hmm. um you know there, there, there are some planets that were discovered later okay um mm-hmm. at least you know to people in the west um Neptune Pluto and all these things people didn't know about that stuff back then or at least they didn't consider if they did know about it they didn't consider those energies enough Um, or powerful enough or relevant enough to include in this um, in their canon right so Uh you had seven planets Mars and Venus and Mercury and all the ones that we're used to from school right Um, Uh but you know that's 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 pretty much why I wanted everybody to understand that you know there was you know, like, say, for example, Pisces, you know, for most people, okay, Pisces is ruled by Neptune, well, that's impossible if Neptune was discovered in the 20th century, or 18th century <laughs> right, right? right, so are yeah. so we getting all this mythology from way back when, but then we're saying Neptune, was, you know, so some people don't put that together, okay, I just try to make things simple for people, you know, it used to be, it was Jupiter for thousands of years, right, um, mm-hmm. and then Neptune, you know, and then people, you know, uh, started attributing these different planets with the, and that's fine. You know, I mean, it, it really is depends on, you know, I have no judgment. That's why I said it's for mystics, you know, I'm not really big on, you know, telling folks how to perceive reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not, It just doesn't turn me on. I know it turns on a lot of people.
0: I really am not interested. Okay. Well, good. Cause you um, have to just, walk your path, right. When you're helping I mean, people
1: at the end of the day, Monique, I just feel like, you know, I'm the only person I can control. And I'm the only person that can, you know, can really, you know, put, put, put their foot down and make something happen. So, you know, why why would I spend an excessive amount of energy worried about what the next person is doing? I try my best to inform people and tell people how I see things. But by no means am I, you know, ever, um, you know, insisting upon people seeing things as I see them. You know, I'm, I try to be as transparent about who I am and my energy. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't dig me, it's cool. I really never never occurred to me to hate somebody that didn't like, oh, you know what, Tayana, mm, you know, mm-hmm. that's not really my thing. Honey, you will not. It's not a problem at all. First of all, <laughs> I'm an introvert. So I've never, you know, I've never had this. You know, I'm not joining in the reindeer da- games thing. I, that That is so uh-huh. foreign to my to my whole spiritual makeup. I can't even tell you. I'm so disinterested in who likes me or whatever. So. Um, you know, that said, I just mind my business, you know, and that's uh-huh. what this mystic thing is all about. Okay. It's about, you know, at the end of the day, behind all the orthodoxy, there was, um, there were mystics that had to be the first ones to say, you know what, I'm just going to feel this, you know, uh-huh. was other people that codified what they felt. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what tradition you're talking about. There was somebody that that went out somewhere and felt something, and then there were other people say, "Well, let's write that down. That was pretty dope." Okay, Mm -hmm. and then they they made it a thing. Hey, (laughs) if you're with that, that's cool. I'm cool with everything as
0: long as you get out of my way oh girl i love your energy i love your energy so let me ask you a question years and years and years ago um i contacted an astrologer for an astrology reading and and this is before i knew anything i really thought i was going to get a fortune telling type reading why oh. is astrology not fortune telling
1: it's just like tarot it's not i mean because at the end of the day you can make a choice that change at any moment to change the future really mm-hmm. it's just about you know um you're always free Okay. It's just sort of like the a probability of what will happen based on the alchemy of your, you know, th- th- that's all really, it's all astrology, right? It's just alchemy. It's just dealing with elements and where certain elements are placed. I mean, everybody knows at this point that went to school that we're just a jumble of atoms. At least that's a perspective on life, right? That we're yeah. just all just rearranged in different ways. The chair, you, you know, my, my, you know, my, my doll over here, everything, the mirror, everything is, uh, it's just a bunch of molecules just rearrange mm-hmm. a certain way and appears a certain way. Um, so you know, it's just it's it's just really like that. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I just no, I just no, you answered your question. No, you I didn't, didn't to answer. Sure to no, you you okay? answered
0: my question perfectly. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, because I I had the you know complete misunderstanding of what I was um, asking for with a um, astrology reading, and actually I came away with good mm-hmm. information, but I was disappointed because I wasn't getting, you know, what I was looking for, I was looking for that, you know, I'm going to make a wave a magic wand and make everything better. And folks that don't work that way, you can get information like the astrology, it will give you guideposts. Okay, it's, it's up of... to you to do what is within that you got to do the work. It's about you. Showing... have to. Yeah, you have to do the work. So how does your book relate to one's life path?
1: Only a person, only every individual can answer that. I wouldn't presume to, to, you know, to, to try to define that for somebody, Uh you know, my hope is that that's the whole point of being a mystic. I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to tell people what to get out of my stuff. They Uh may look at it. This is the best thing ever. They may say, this woman is full of shit. Either Uh way, it doesn't matter. I did my best and whatever you get out of it, I hope you, I hope you just give it a shot. That's all I ask people. Mm
0: -hmm. It's just
1: to consider things. Okay. That's why I end a lot of my posts with just something to think about. Okay. If you choose to. So, I mean, obviously I wouldn't put out a product I didn't believe in. Or I shouldn't say mm-hmm. obviously we do that all the time. I don't. Yeah, we talked about that earlier
0: too, audience. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean this is this is real, and you know, and as a writer, it's a little it's it's harder anyway with us because you know anybody that's over twenty five years old probably understands that there's growth that happens. You know, like oh my god, can you imagine if somebody if we would have had Facebook back then or whatever, you, you cringe mm-hmm. at the idea, okay? Because mm-hmm. you would have been putting down a whole lot of stuff you wouldn't want to face today, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know there. Everybody goes through stages. But with writers, you know, what we used to think or feel is is just there in the Library of Congress <laughs> forever. So it's a big commitment. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so if anything, if any gripe I have about, about the work is that, is that, you know, I can't go back. You know what I mean? All I could do is write something new that reflects my growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that with people, um, what I want people to do um, is get, get get the book and just feel it. Just try, you know, just 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 give it a shot and, and whatever comes to you, honor it. If you don't, if it's not for you, it's not for you. If it's wonderful, it's wonderful. All I ask is that you implement, don't just say, oh, that's deep, and then put it down because then it won't work. Because everything that I
0: write requires work. Yes. Well, everything today requires work. People, and I don't understand why in this state of change that we're in, or at least the last four years up until now, why we don't get that. You know, um, find whatever path you feel is your path and just kind of like run down it as deeply and quickly as you can. But Tiana, Ty- 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 I want to uh, shift gears a bit and talk about your tarot deck, the Hoodoo Tarot deck. Mm -hmm. Folks, this is a best-selling tarot deck, okay? And um, I love it because for me, when I looked at it, it was completely Afrocentric. It's something that I miss um, seeing in a lot of tarot decks that are out there. Um, This is a woman who embraces her uh, lineage and it's a bit different from, say, rider White or whatever. So talk to us about your tarot deck, especially, I mean, you've got these pictures and then you have the gold cards and the copper and the red. So talk to us about your tarot deck.
1: Okay. That's the Sybil's deck. That's the Oracle oh. deck. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah.
0: The, the, the tarot deck
1: has an American flag. The, the, yeah. The, North. sorry, the, the, the outline of North America, um, and a skeleton key uh-huh. on the back of them. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sorry, what what what, it, what you're asking me? How? Uh, just, no,
0: tell us about the tarot deck, how people should best use them. Some of the meanings like pick, you know, a couple of cards like the six of coins is showing um, two hands. It's a $2 bill in the middle. There's a uh, dice um, with the number five, six, seven. And then you see, coins. So if you drew that, what would that mean? Um, You talked, you talked about having a relative, um, your cousin that is on card number 15. So just explain to people give them an idea of what they would expect to see on some of these cards, because it's quite different than the usual tarot deck that's out there where you get, you know, the coins and the three or four pictures of the coin or the staff, the wands, you know, whatever, it's very different.
1: Okay well there yes there there are uh, hundreds and hundreds of tower decks out there and a lot of them um, have, you know, it's been going on for long before I came along with people are marrying the concepts of different cultures with the tarot. So you have the Japanese deck, you have the Chinese tarot, you have your know, gypsy tarot, you have all kinds of that, uh, stuff. So uh-huh. I just never saw a tarot deck that reflected me and my experience. Uh-huh. Um, and I've been doing tarot over 20 years. So, you know, I just figured, you know, my mother always told me, you know, I don't want to hear you complain about... You know the books that you're not finding if you if it's something that you want to read you better write it mm-hmm And I never forgot that, you know, she told me to stop. So that's what I did. OK, the the hoodoo towel came about. uh, My grandmother uh, was very ill. I took care of her in the last few years of her life. And and, um, you know, but she like I said in the beginning of this conversation, she was very good with oral history and things like that. But as her body started to deteriorate, I said, oh, no, I got to go a little harder. OK, and get more information about her. I've always known about my cousin, Miss Robinson, who is card number 15. Uh-huh. in the rider weight tarot which is the standard tarot deck my first tarot deck every, almost everybody's first tarot deck
0: uh-huh. okay
1: um she would be, so, so in Rider weight card number 15 is the devil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that automatically, um, you know, incites all, you know, inspires all kinds of feelings or whatever, depending on your point of view, um, regarding that, what that energy means, or maybe it's esoteric meaning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I put, I put my cousin on it because she, she, she also created, uh, uh, a lot of different feelings, she conjures up a lot of different feelings in people uh-huh. because she was what you know, we would call a two headed doctor okay she was a person you can go to about losing your job you know trying to help you get some money in your pocket you know whatever love you know she was just there for you okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but, it, but she was also there to do retributive work if you needed it okay <laughs> um, and that other people you know call hexes or whatever but that's mm-hmm. not really what he was doing because she had to agree her and her brother her brother I did you know I, I meditated with him he did not want to be in the deck but Emily was like oh yeah go ahead <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, so her brother was like you better leave me alone okay Uh I don't want people looking in my face so i'll say anyway so it, you know this is this is something you know people feel bad you know a certain type of way because you know maybe they're you know they're in their cosmological um, point of view you know that's not right to do retributive work you know whatever mm-hmm. um but as long as they agreed with what with the per, why the person um should be punished mm-hmm. okay um then they will take the job but if they didn't feel that it was worth it like she wouldn't do something like you know i need you to kill my my you know my ex's new girl because yeah. I wanna, no, that's not really her yeah. vibe but if you mm-hmm. told her and i'm not knocking people that do that i really like i said i don't i mind my business mm-hmm. okay and i'm not getting into whether you know there's plenty of root workers out there that will take somebody for you know whatever but anyway i don't want to focus too much on that but the point is is that um she created these you know kind of co- complex feelings in people and even when she was alive my grandmother knew her Okay. Uh And, um, this is one of the first cards that Caitlin, uh, drew, um, this is the illustrator and my grandmother got a chance to see only five of these cards. It's very special to me. Um, Uh but she said that, she said that Caitlin, she said, I don't know how this girl got in, in your head, in my head. She said, cause Uh I I tried, I tried to get my grandmother to go. She said, child, I was like nine years old when Emily died. That's the last time I saw her. And then she, and I just wrote it down. And mm-hmm. I gave it to Caitlin. And when she looked at it, she said, it's like one of them police profiles. She said, this is, this is Emily. How does she do this? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was a very powerful, that's why I wanted her to especially see that one. Okay.
0: Well, um, it's a, it's yeah. a beautiful card. Now, what's the connection to Bristol's funeral home?
1: oh that's just I just called it that because uh, (laughs) I really don't know the actual name that was just a creative well well, the card
0: you know folks when you look at the card the card has deep meaning I mean you look at it and you're drawn right to it and Miss Robinson was a beautiful woman um based on this portrait of her so you get the beauty um the card is light it's dark it brings up all emotions, but most importantly, just looking at this card, it allows you to go deep and think. You know, and this is just looking at one of the cards. And I also love the big mama card. <laughs> okay. I gotta tell oh, you. Yeah.
1: I Dad love yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's what the, the, the you asked me about the images. Let me just make sure mm-hmm. I, I you know, we just talked briefly about that. Yes, the big mama card is one of my favorites as well it's a woman standing there with a you know a nice warm plate of cornbread just friendly smile looks like anybody you know um and it's just really you know i really just love the image there um i tried to reflect um the different um, skin tones of, of black america uh-huh. um and again there are different lineages because there were people classified as negro uh colored mulatto uh-huh. <laughs> um but there were already, people, dark-skinned, broad-featured people that were reclassified these things. There are people that from Asia that were enslaved or indentured here, or just migrated here that were also classified Negro-colored mulatto. So that's why I don't use the term African-American, because that does not reflect the reality.
0: Exactly.
1: And not only that, but it doesn't reflect the population because there were also a lot of people that came here by choice and also by force from Oceania, um from you know hawaii i knew a sister that just found out that her maternal line is actually hawaiian okay her family got here at eight in 1810 she was an indentured servant okay wow. and she was and heard she was renamed she's reclassified negro of course anybody uh-huh. with dark skin broad features were was uh-huh. denationalized and detribalized and into some kind of colonial character called black, negro, mulatto. Okay. Uh-huh. That tells you nothing about a person's lineage. That tells you nothing about who who they are or well, and what they believe or anything. Okay. So this is this is this is this is why I wanted everybody to look uh, to reflect the population, the American Negro population has ancestors from all over Romani ancestors. That's why you have another car. People were surprised. Oh my gosh! People didn't even know that they had uh, so-called uh, Gypsy. That's a derogatory mm-hmm. term. But a rom background. Okay, mm-hmm. but all of that exists. And like I said, calling people African American um, it erases or <laughs> implies that there that all, the whole the whole black uh, population and this country, um, you know, descends from Africans, which is just not true.
0: True. No, not true at all. You know, my parents are from the British West Indies, St. George. And, you know, when somebody calls me African American, I said, nope, I'm black. Well, what do you mean? You know, and you you go through it all. And after a while, I just said, Screw it, you know, I'm not gonna address it. I, I know who I am and I know where I come from. And um it's really a shame that our for the most part our history was taken from us i got into the biggest argument with some guy in home depot he was uh ethiopian he was working there i'm there to buy a bathtub okay and then he's going well what's your where are you from what's your native uh language in africa i'm like i don't know well why didn't you learn why didn't you remember i said because it was stripped from us centuries ago before i was even thought about (laughs) You know, but oh, he was man. just really intense on you know why you know you got to know who you are, and I understand that, but I'm just not doing his thing. So you've got the astrology for mystics and the Hoodoo Tarot deck. What is it that you want people to take away from both or either? Personalize
1: your spirituality. Um, that's 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 really what I want. People to consider. I mean, you may think of, oh, like, say, for example, love, you see rose quartz, right? Okay, uh-huh. rose quartz means love. Well, who wrote that? Did rose quartz pop out of the earth with? I'm I, I meant to I'm make it. You, you know, I'm love. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that, that somebody didn't have a mystic at some point, like I said, probably had that insight. And just had just that insight. That was that person's insight. But don't limit rose quartz for you. Maybe rose quartz is not gonna attract love, but you know what? Rose quartz is rose quartz, rose quartz is not rose quartz. Who's what's what's rose quartz? That's just a term, okay? Uh Make sure that you feel these energies for yourself. Go out and go out in nature, harvest your own stones, okay? Personalize your experience that's that's my main message with every single book that is you know based on you know mbs or mind body spirit right uh-huh. it's all about people just getting in tune with what works for them not through you don't have to throw away you know the tried and tested or the tried and true you know i i definitely have respect for so many different traditions and things okay but it's very it's really for you to really really um You know, really get the most out of spiritual, your spiritual practice, whatever that may be, is to don't don't forget yourself, just like a workout routine is better if you have a trainer that makes it, you know, that Taylor makes it just for you, why wouldn't Mm -hmm. that be any different with all of this other stuff, okay. Mm -hmm it would not it, it makes you stronger anybody knows that wouldn't you rather have if you could afford it but most people can't afford it if you had your own tailor to custom make all your clothes to your to your specifications who wouldn't want that that's why people look at celebrities oh my goodness look at all the cool stuff they can custom make you know what i mean uh-huh. Custom make your spirituality or look at the definitions don't ignore them okay but also don't don't be you know um, oppressed uh-huh. by the data.
0: That's all. That's all yeah, no, no, it makes complete sense. And it's about, you know, gathering information, folks, And when you gather information, it's going to either resonate and ring true to you, or it's going to say, that doesn't feel quite right. And it doesn't matter if I believe it, or Tiana believes it. And you're like, Oh, no, I think that's BS. That's okay. You got to take in what you feel is right for you at your present stage of spiritual development. And that might change and it's okay because nothing is static you know right. it, it it's not static even in you know schools today they are finally starting to implement true history not the history that was taught for the last 60 years but true history because things have come to the light finally and people can you know have a different view so you know i would love for you to you know everybody you guys know, I don't say this often, but I did say it last week. Um, Her books for me are a keeper. They're on my bookshelf. I use I've used her decks with readings, Um, not her decks, her uh, hoodoo deck with readings, and everybody loved the information. And I can't do a straight tarot reading. I just can't. I do intuitive tarot. Um, Diana, I I look at it Mm -hmm. like Dr. Buzzard in my hand, and he he actually looks like my Uncle Henry. And I I read the energy of the card that match it to the person um that is there so go out get the books and if you're looking to embrace the tarot this is definitely a deck for you okay among all of your others if you're looking to further your knowledge with uh the water houses in astrology she breaks it down clear and simple that even I can do it because I can't do that math that she was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. with a calculator or without it just doesn't work mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. but I can I can grasp other aspects so please um do yourself a favor if you're truly working and walking down your spiritual path. Take a look. Okay, go on Amazon, take a look. And um, I know that you will be buying because it will help you help yourself. And that's what we do these days. We help ourselves. Tiana, what pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience uh, today?
1: I already said, oh, well, besides, I'm going to repeat it again. Personalize your experience. Okay, and don't follow this bandwagon. I don't care how good the band is. Okay? I don't (laughs) care. It doesn't matter if your favorite person's on the band and they're going through the town with the float. Don't join it unless Mm -hmm. you know the song. Okay? Also, I would implore anybody that is doing ancestor work to please do, do not underestimate the power of connecting to your lineage ancestors, okay? Uh-huh. Um, I understand that a lot of people are doing spiritual paths, you know, from other lineages, okay, uh-huh. that are not necessarily their tangible bloodline, uh-huh. okay? That's fine, like I said, I mind my business, but I'm telling anybody that is maybe not looking into their bloodline lineages, uh-huh. okay, check it out, check out who who Your people were what they believed prior to industrialization and things like that. That's that's the message I was trying to put forth with the Hoodoo Tower. I just did it with, um, you know, with black American uh-huh. history. I just posted about, um, the American Indian origins of RB and rock and roll, okay, and this uh-huh. kind of thing. But you know, people associate those sounds, ooh, yeah, that kind of thing with Africa and with slavery. And uh-huh. there's a wonderful documentary that just came that came out a couple of years ago called Rumble that blew it all up you know, and and basically just told people what it was. This this sound has been here long before foreigners, whether they came here by choice or by force. It's an erasure. So this is what I'm talking about. Don't erase your own ancestors. If you are not, um, if you are uh, fortunate enough to come from a lineage that has been unbroken and you still know who people are and who you are, your identity, your actual factual ethnicity, then, um, then that's beautiful, D- dig into their mysteries, check it out, see how your mothers and fathers thought, okay, and how they mm-hmm. conceptualize reality, okay, um, and that is, that is, that has brought me a lot of, um, uh, that has increased my understanding of myself spiritually, exponentially since I started doing my genealogy research, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, and
0: um, folks,
1: you Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I just wanted to tell people that, you know, it has worked for me. I've grown so much and my connection with my ancestors is not vague anymore. It was sort of like, you know, okay, well, whatever. This is what I was taught. But my grandmother always told me who I was, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so if, you're, if your elders have already told you who you, who you are or what you're, who your people are, listen to your people, okay? A lot of these people, these colonizers and oppressors of all kinds and colonizers is not just, they're not just white people, okay? Colonizers right. could be Color, mm-hmm. okay. There are colonizers of all kinds mm-hmm. that went around the world telling people who they are. Just, just listen to your ancestors. Do readings if you have to to confirm, okay? Who you think you are or whatever. Do the research. There are many wonderful services if ancestral work is your thing
0: because it really will help your practice. And folks, if you're not into ancestor work, uh, give it a try, do some research, okay? Because that's how you discover who you are. I have to be honest, I resisted for the longest time, okay? And then once I decided to embrace it, it's like the world opened up to me because I was grounded in who I am. If you're on earth, okay, physically, and you're still able to get around on earth, it's important that you embrace the earth energy and the other energies. It's not an either or. So, you know, do yourself a favor go get the astrology for mystics and the hoodoo tarot and explore. Um, and uh, so, Tyana I th- to add, I just uh-huh. have one more thing
1: to add. Okay. Um, I do, um, if anybody wants to reach me, do directly um, for interviews or to get an ancestor reading from me or any other kind of reading, um, I can be reached at T-L-M-C-Q-U-I-L-L-A-R at gmail.com okay you can you can also um contact me for information about um my six-week intensive workshops Uh um and my astrology for mystics workshop in july um so you know so i have you know you could just you could just uh contact me for information and when when things are occurring and i'll get back to you
0: okay and that information will be in the show notes folks so if you didn't get it now all you got to do is read the show notes it will be there tiana thank you so much for the work that you do thank you for embracing who you are and thank you for being my guest today thank you so much Monique it was a pleasure oh, like, likewise folks um, thank you for joining us today um, as we collectively get over it and please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important consider making the masterful choice of personalizing your experience abundant blessings light and love to all agape